My God, shalom, shalom, shalom. Just keep sharing, just keep sharing. Something is about to happen. Ibalagata. Becklin, how are you doing? My God, just keep sharing. The Lord has something glorious for our lives this afternoon. A sense a release of testimonies. In the name of Jesus, just keep sharing. Get ready. Come on, Tabalaha. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Benedict, how are you doing? Bless Mark, my son. Also, for how are you doing? God bless you. God bless you. My God. Deborah, how are you doing, Debbie? God bless you. Just keep sharing. Keep sharing. Hey. 
I've missed you more, more crap. It's been a long time. I thought you've moved to Chicago. You've been hiding yourself. Mary Ajololo, God bless you. I'm praying for you, okay? May the Lord cause you to laugh in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever takes away that which belongs to you, may the Lord strike it down in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Pastor Amanat, is it Amanat? May the hand of the Lord come upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the hand of the Lord come upon you strongly in Jesus' mighty name. I cancel every agenda of the enemy against your health in Jesus' precious mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. This is the hour of grace. This is the hour of grace. The Lord is about to release grace upon his people. Julian, Julian, Ejewa, how are you doing? Oh, it's been a long time. So, mommy, God bless you for the other time, okay? You are really a great blessing. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. My God. Prof, God bless you. 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 It was an amazing moment meeting you and um, all the team. God bless you. God bless you. My God. Um, concerning the matter of the TZ and the things, relax for me, okay? Uh-huh, because the other time, no day. <laughs> Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Relax for me, pa. <laughs> when I come, we'll talk about that. God bless you. If you look at the way I'm, I'm thick and tall and fat, you have to know that Why are you laughing? Becklin, why are you laughing? Gloria. I don't understand the mystery behind the laughter. You have to write a thesis, not less than 300 pages, and explain to me with 
and you have to do your um, research methods and everything well i needed a data of not less than 2500 people and explain the reason why you are you are laughing right now thank you holy ghost somebody's about to receive a certain special grace that will change your entire life in the mighty name of the lord jesus thank you holy spirit in this season that we have entered any sudden death that the enemy has released in the atmosphere that we will not hear of the sickness of somebody then all of a sudden the person dies I cancel it from your family in the name of the Lord Jesus I declare by the blood of Jesus let your entire house be preserved in the name of Jesus if any death is hovering around your family right now I speak by the mandate of the law let that spirit of death be arrested in the name of Jesus nobody will die in the family before their time I overturn the works and projections of wickedness let the programming of the devil against your life be averted in jesus mighty name anybody is trying to bully you with their own human wisdom let them be choked in their own wisdom let their own wisdom set traps for them in the name of jesus god punish the devil god punish the devil i place a seal on your life we have kept quiet for too long let me tell you there are things you need to know and understand listen listen you are a young lady you are giving him money everything you do nonsense some some you even did what you were not supposed to do you slept with him and later he wants to dump you he should, he should try. He should try. He should try. After you, the ladies, you have received your advices, we will not let them go scot-free. You have to understand matters. Oh. You have to understand matters. There are some people the devil knows. He cannot attack them because... When he attacks them, a whole camp in his kingdom will be destroyed. So he will never get close to those kind of people. A whole camp. It is high time we show the devil his place. There are things, it is not that is not the matter. That is not the matter. Some things, if you die for it to come, it will not come, it will come back again. It will come back again until you you rise and say, Hey, you better get buried. Don't rise again. It is until you speak that you will not see those things again. I'm telling you. That is why some guys they will mistreat, they will just treat you anyhow. Beat you, say nonsense things against you. 
they'll go and follow another lady. When that doesn't work, they'll come back and say sweet words and get connected to you again. And after they have taken what they are looking for from you, they will go back. That nonsense will not happen. That nonsense. And many of you ladies have been victims of that. Master, we are in a season when a person is not behaving the way he or she is supposed to behave. The first thing, take the person into prayer. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Now listen, aside the fact that the devil can manipulate people, men also allow themselves to be manipulated. Aside that the devil manipulates people, some people also allow themselves to be manipulated. So it is not all about prayer. After praying for the person, sit the person down. Talk to the person. If the person is not willing to change, that is why it is the word willing. The devil cannot do anything against the will of a person. In one way or the other, the person must allow by his will. This is why the will of a man is the most precious part of his soul. Whatever he subjects his will to now dominates his entire body and life. So if a person has decided to follow women, meanwhile he is with you as a lady he wants to marry, and you have done everything and he is still following. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I want to say something. Then I move on to declare the mind of God. Last Tuesday, I was not able to do one word from the Lord. So I will try and, and hit on that and flow through that um, today. But I want to say something. So please, if you leave, it is your own cup of tea. You drink it, whether with sugar or no sugar. Thank you. People can drink a leptin without sugar. Some people are like that. Those who, who drink a bit of bitters. You just ah, a bit of crama, no, no leptin. Those of you who have taken a mutual test before, you know. That drug, <coughs> you can drink and, and drink you and eat all the sugars in this world. Hey! You can eat sucrose. You can eat galactose. You can eat lactose. And all the sugar dimensions. Still, still. They are same grain. Regina, how are you? A bit you are bitters. Even you smelling the thing, Kekenukra, means you have taken it. You, after smelling, now you start feeling the thing inside your throat. Hey! Smell! 
Prince, how are you doing? Prince. The Lord is about to open a great door for you, Prince. I am seeing a white door opening right now. And I'm holding your hands. We entered into the room. And I saw a lot of money. I saw dollar bills. The Lord is speaking to me to tell you a new wave of wealth is about to locate you. God will cause you to walk in wealth in this year, serious wealth. I have seen specifically around the month that I had a dream, money was raining on me. Hey, the Lord is about to honor you. I'm telling you, from the month of May, it will shock you. The way money will come into your hands, you will not understand. From the month of May, specifically May, 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 from 5th of May going, strange money will start coming to your hands. It is because you prayed a prayer some time ago. It was on a Wednesday evening. And your prayer was the Lord, give me money so that I can support ministries. This prayer that you prayed hit the heavens. And the Lord said that because of your good heart, to, because of your good heart towards his kingdom, he will bless you with strange wealth. You, you'll be a young guy with a private jet. Because of your heart towards God's kingdom. Because of your heart towards God's kingdom. I'm telling you, what I'm seeing is what I'm saying. If you like market, so long as you have the mindset of God's kingdom in your mind, it is too late for you not to be rich. When I see people who God will bless them, and these people have the heart to support the work of God. I always pray for them. He says 70% for him, 30% for me. Look at this mindset. I go on my knees as God's prophetic voice. Just as the Lord took me and you to this room, I enforce this vision and I enforce this prophetic word into manifestation in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let it be so. In Jesus' precious mighty name, walk in wealth. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. My God, my God, my God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to say something. We are getting close to what some people call Valentine. I don't know anything about Valentine and I don't even want to know. But I just want to say something. I don't even want to know. I don't understand why if you're a guy and you have a beloved, you can't give your beloved money or something except on Valentine Day. I don't get it. What is special about that day? Is it not a normal day like all the other days? And once you try to give the thing to on the Valentine Day, you are expecting something. Oh yes, Becklin, it was on point. I'm, I'm seriously going, I'm, I will talk about it and I will continue to talk. It is a nonsense thing. Why is it that any time the word Valentine comes, people start thinking of sexual intercourse? 
some people have been receiving messages that people are saying, Oh, they have condoms available, they have、um, pregnancy test kits, they have ovulation test kits, they have、um, what some foolish things. I don't get it. Hey, it's in the real snake on stone and cofobi that's what Jenny's an emma way. Hey, and then cofobi is what we are seeing. People are dead, pal. People are still dead. We have to start evangelism because the mindset that people carry in this world is still a kick in the 21st century. You are still thinking of sex on a Valentine's Day. Well, I see Val's Day promo. They are even doing promo. Buy your condoms, sex lubricant, sex wipes, emergency con- foolish nutritional contraceptives. Nutritional contraceptives. Eh, you might be my main goal this year. Eh, friend, listen. Oh no! Like, share. Honestly, we need to be very careful. Honestly, honestly. And you look at this thing, most of the, I know definitely a glorious relationship that is, that is supposed to end in marriage will break because of Valentine. I'm telling you, a relationship that God ordained to fulfill his assignment will break because of Valentine. Why? Because the devil has pumped his foolish mindset. What kind of nonsense is that? And some of you ladies, you are, you are, you are demanding from your guys because of Valentine. You are, you are sick. I'm, I'm saying it point blank. You are sick. You need to go for the elders to pour oil on you and pray for you so that the, the word of God, according to James chapter 5, will be fulfilled. Is anybody sick among you? Let the elders pray for the person. For a, a prayer of faith shall heal the sick. And even if he has committed sins, it shall be forgiven. You are sick. Very sick, highly sick. I don't want to ever see anybody on this platform talking about Valentine. I don't know what Valentine is, and I don't want to know. What I am being prompted to say is what I'm saying. I'm not having my own ideology. I don't speak from my own mind. If you know the number of souls that have been destroyed because of this thing called Valentine, you think well. I'm telling you. So please, let us be very, very careful that some things you should not ignore, run away from them. Don't ignore, run away. Because, listen, if you don't take care, an unbeliever's decision about Valentine will move you if you are not strong. That is why you need to ignore certain things quickly. Don't mingle yourself around people that are going to fornicate. 
all of a sudden you just be there sensing something evil on the inside of you because you are, you are when your friends are talking about that in that room in that hall get out or else put earphone in your ears listen to worship songs and begin to pray in tongues it's as simple as that don't be there say oh, i'm strong they can't they can't they can't by the time you realize you are also calling a certain guy and if you call that guy and follow that nonsense things then don't join lunch because if you join i will say it i'll say it publicly and advise you publicly but the way the advice will come you might not like it so if somebody said that i'm going to take you out you, you see you young ladies you like your emotions can go far you can even depict what somebody is trying to do by your emotions i didn't think we need any panagin boni abaliti still you go with the person what is wrong with you afi eh eh yeah dia afi na obedan odan akwen you are walking somewhere you went to you went out to see somewhere to buy simple malt and a man said ah let me buy everything for you let me do this let me do you know definitely that where you are sitting nobody will buy things for you for free for free you know this person is not buying the thing for you for free and i say oh thank you very much thank you very much after we let's go to the hotel he say hey i thought it was for free you knew, you didn't think it was for free yeah you knew it and there are people you can't take their things for free be, be wise and be careful The only lunch that is free is lunch prayer fire. Lunch prayer fire. <laughs> I'm telling you. The only lunch that is free is lunch prayer fire. Aside that, any other lunch, my dear, you might pay with something you don't want to. Exactly. The only one who data. God bless you, Beckley. Be wise and be careful. I have realized that many things that God has actually um, opened my eyes to see, and I believe I can share some of these things with us. All right. All right. So please listen to me very carefully. Because it is a privilege. Anything can happen. Once I'm sharing that thing when God shows me anything I will say it. So let your heart be open. Anything can happen. All right. It is only God that can decode somebody's book he is yet to write. The book that the person has not even finished typing. And I've not compiled the thing. It is only God that can decode. Anything can happen. I sense a testimony in the atmosphere. I sense a testimony in the atmosphere. I sense a testimony in the atmosphere. Somebody is about to get a job. Hey Edwin how are you doing God bless you 
I wanted to come to California, but when I heard it does not snow in California, I said, Hey, let me go and pray about it again. It's better without snow, really? Okay, then I'll come. I'll come. Because there's an assignment I have to come and fulfill over there. Prof. <laughs> Prof. <laughs> When I went to Tamale for just one day, the humidity alone ignited my humility. The humidity ignited my humility. You can't go and do yob yob things over there. <laughs> <laughs> And you are God bless you guys. You are you are you are forcing. Hey, just one day. That one I was inside. I was not. I was not. <laughs> And they even told me that today is the best day because the sun is not really scorching. And everything is the next day. We actually in our winter. I said God punish the devil. Bismarck, my son, as often. <laughs> Whether they like it or yes, we'll come to Tamale. We are coming. We are coming with our own humidity, with our own atmosphere. Yeah. Fire will prevail in the name of Jesus. All right. Now let me share with you what the Lord laid on my heart. I believe it will be a blessing to all of us. And I'm going to speak a little bit about my um my life a little bit, not all, because some of you your ears are open. You want to hear what what has happened in the life of the man of God. So that you, your mouth will change and become a megaphone. You go about and be saying it. Ah, prophet Christ is in a sea. Then me too. I'm not an exception. Be there. You be there. You will not hear what you want to hear. That you will not hear. <laughs> yeah, I remembered one 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 day. I said next week, next week on Tuesday, this and this and this, and I'm going to share a lot about my life. And my love life, my relationship life. So please get ready. That day, the moment I opened Port Bean, within two minutes, boom, 60 people. I said, God punish the devil. I won't say anything. I won't say anything. That. Where are you? What are you? They don't say, I don't know. Wonder there is a certain anointing for concern. <laughs> people don't like it when they are with men of God. And all that they are looking for is they are not. They just want to know the deep things about. Oh, the man of God, I know him. Yesterday, he was wearing this on romper when he go and when he entered his room, this and this happened. What What will you get from knowing everything about a man of God? What will you get? I will say. I will say. Close your ears. 
Somebody's already begging. You know. Inbella said, Oh, we beg la. Hey, I asked him. See you. Beg Let me just tell you what God told me to say. Even though it will pass through a dimension of my life, but I won't say all. And it is what I'm actually saying is for your own good. So <laughs> I always said assembly or court. I'm telling you, I hate kiss, I hate kiss. <laughs> See, the moment I said I'm going to talk a little bit about my life, eh, the number has increased to 75. Hey! If I said this was teaching service, Alex, how are you doing? <laughs> All right, let me be plain with you, people of God. When a man of God uses his life as a message you know and understand that men of god will never share stories about their past life with them. if they are doing it then it means god has spoken to them then it is for a purpose yeah i know bloggers are here Prophet prophesied he was once a drunkard and he fell into Kole Lagoon. <laughs> Sunday service. You go to church and about 16 bloggers are there recording your message. What they can send the message. They'll forget the whole message and push just pull that side alone. Yes, you do <laughs> all right now listen the first message i started teaching when we started port bean was about relationship and marriage relationship and marriage And in that, I said a lot of things. So if you want to um, get that message, you can go to my podcast, The Prophet Seth Ousu. Um, the episodes will come, then you download that. But I've seen that there are many things we really need to understand. Especially, I'm, today I'm going to speak to the ladies. Seriously to the ladies. And I'll speak from my side. Especially those of you who are supposed to marry men of God. Some of you, too, you will marry and later your husbands will become men of God. Still listen to what I'm saying. Because if you are a lady and you, are, you have ever received a prophecy that you will marry a man of God, hey, it is not all that joyful. I want to be plain with you. It is not all that joyful. But it is in that that your greatness is hidden. That greatness is not the car and the houses you will get. No. That greatness is the reward God will give you. If you are called to marry a man of God, get this. Your reward is only from God. So don't try to expect some things. It will never come. When it comes to fine, you might get a car. You might get a house. But 
if you don't get it, it does not mean that God is not with you. Sometimes God will speak to your husband, go to this village and be there for nine years. You, the woman, you can't tell him that I won't go. That is why you need to listen to what I'm about to say very well. Because you can't go and destroy somebody's assignment. Once they say you are going to marry a man of God and you know you can't. Because for you to be able to marry a man of God, there are certain things, whether you like it or yes, you need to stop. You need to quit them. Any woman that will marry a man of God. Now, we all know that marriage is a journey of sacrifice. But the one that will marry a man of God, as a woman, her sacrifices are too much. So if you can't sacrifice, I beg, don't go and worry any man of God. Go and get just a normal person to marry. You can get a bank manager. You can get um, maybe, you know, an Uber driver. You can get a doctor. You can get a lawyer. You can get a mate. Anybody else to marry. But make sure that the person you are going to marry to, you know his assignment. Because some people's calling might not manifest for you to see. It is maybe two years or five years in the marriage that God will call them. So at that point, you are trying to dodge a man of God, but you have now embraced one. And this is what has happened to many people. They were trying to dodge from marrying men of God. So they chose a bank manager. Little did they know that there was a call of God on that bank manager. And three years in the marriage, they all went to church. And the prophet said, ah, you young man, the call of God is upon you. Next year, the Lord said that he's going to start with you. Then the woman's face started changing. Say, yeah, yeah, say So you were dodging, but now you were rather embracing another one. And for all you know, listen to me. The assignment on men of God are not the same. So if, even if you accept to marry the man of God, the sacrifice you, the lady must sacrifice, is based on the assignment on your husband. Because the first thing is this. When God called Adam, God gave Adam an assignment to keep the garden. Genesis 3.15 said, keep the garden. That was his assignment. And keeping the garden is not an easy thing. Man of God, Apostle James, God bless you. I salute grace, sir. God bless you. Now, this was the assignment of, of God for Adam. So Adam was busy keeping the garden. When God went to stand at the back of the gate of the garden and said, No, the man is working alone. It is not good for him to be alone. So even the, the word alone actually came as a result of the work of man. Alone, being alone is not an emotion. Being alone is not an emotion. Alone, to be alone is different from to be lonely. Lonely is an emotion where some people have just, you know, created. But to be alone is a spiritual atmosphere. I have always realized that nobody, Nana Berma, God bless you, prophet of God, I salute grace, sir. I have realized throughout scripture, nobody ever encountered God when he was with other people. All the people that had encounters with God and angels had these encounters when they were alone. 
So to be alone is a spiritual state and a medium through which a man encounters divinity for his purpose and assignment. So when Adam was alone keeping the garden, God then said, it is not good for Adam to be alone. I will make a helper for him. So the reason why God was making a helper was that the helper was going to come, like he was coming to help Adam to keep the garden. That was the main purpose. The main purpose of a helper is to help the man to fulfill his assignment. The assignment of Adam at that point was for him to keep the garden. So if you are a woman who is a helper God is bringing to a man, nobody can help a man when he does not know what the man is doing. Now you have come, saying, Prophet said, I've come to help you. To do what? If you don't know what I'm doing, what help can you render and can you offer? So for you to help somebody, you must first know the person's assignment or the person's work. What is the person doing that I'm supposed to help? And once you know the assignment the person is fulfilling, you should also have the capacity to help before you can help. Because not all women can marry men of God. Because not all women have the capacity to sacrifice and to help men of God based on the assignment. Get that. That is why if you're a man of God, if you're a growing man of God, you have to be very careful with the person you choose as a bride. You're careful. And don't look at caves and makeup. Right now, they, they are even deceiving us. You can see a very... It's like putting a ball of fufu in gravels. When you lift it, you see how the gravels have actually pierced into... This is in point, point. Pa, 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 pa. Not southeast and west. Southeast, southwest. And the rest. This is in pussy. I'm not saying you shouldn't marry somebody with pimples. No. But the thing is, they will use makeup. They have something called foundation. I don't know whether they are building a house. They will use that foundation to smear their face. And their face will be so stiff. So they, when they laugh, it looks like they are not laughing. They can't even open their mouth to, to laugh. Because their face has become stiff. I'm just telling you what God told me. So please, if you're a guy, shine your eyes. When you meet a lady the first day and she's in makeup, tell her to wash her face. And some of them, when they wash their face in a bucket, you can use that water to paint a house because it is thicker than paint. I'm telling you. You are your, listen, you see, there is a certain evil under the sun that I have seen. That everybody who is called by God as a man of God should know and understand. There has been a lot of sayings that men of God like marrying fair women. Hey, as for men of God, their, their wives are always beautiful. As for men of God, they, their wives, and this thing has sunk into the minds of the of the growing men of God. 
of the men of God who are now growing. So they also want to fulfill that saying by marrying women that are fair. This has led many men to marry Jezebels and marine agents. God bless you, Prophet Jackie speaks life. God bless you. I'm not saying all fair women are bad. Oh no, that's not what I'm saying. I know somebody that nearly married a woman, a man of God or a prophet. He nearly married a woman. He has been dating the woman for five years. He nearly married her. But one day he said no. Let me pray about this more. He prayed and prayed and prayed for three hours. And the Lord showed him a vision. And showed him where the woman was coming from. This is the man too that has made the woman public to everybody. This is my beloved. Now when he got to know, this is what the Lord is saying. He had to let the woman go. And people started talking. Yanka. They will be with you and they will dump you. Men of God are the same in this world. You don't know what he saw. And because you have already made it public, you can't go and explain things to people. So you have to be in the position where people will lambast you. Keep quiet and go your way. You, you know what God has told you. I'm telling you, you know, my dear, we are suffering. I'm telling you, I've been with this person for five years, so let me marry her. The fact that you made the mistake from the beginning does not mean you should fulfill, you should make the mistake a prophecy fulfillment. My dear, you can date somebody for five years and later know that this person will harm your ministry, will destroy your assignment. Let her go, regardless of what people will say. You don't understand. You don't understand. Michelle, Let's pray for somebody. I hear a name like Mutoni. Let's pray for that person. Mutoni. Let's pray for Mutoni. I don't know who Mutoni is. And I saw the, the soul of Mutoni hanging around Kenya. Let's pray for that person. I am standing in front of a place. The place looks like a mall before me. And I saw that that Mutoni was trying to cross the road in a certain car. I don't know how connected you are to anybody called Mutoni. And I don't know, Mutoni is not a Ghanaian name. But have you heard any name like that before? He said maybe a relative. Is that name familiar to where you live? I see. Okay. Okay. Oh, I see. I see. May the Lord's hand come upon you in the name of Jesus. Anything that will let people carry you into an aircraft. I'm seeing something, but I cancel it from your life. Michelle, you will not fall sick. They are trying to plot a condition against around your head and your heart area. And I saw that they are trying to, because I saw myself moving around Kenya, moving through hospitals, and they said they cannot handle this. They should take you to India. So I saw myself in an aeroplane. 
and they were taking you to India, but I canceled that attack. It will not happen in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You are the, you are, I don't know, but there's a strong anointing the Lord has placed on you to break certain things in your family. That is why they want to abort what God has purposed for you, but it will not happen. In Jesus' mighty name. It will not happen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Alright. So, people of God, listen to me carefully. You are a young man of God. You are now growing. You are not yet married. Pray very well. Pray very well. Listen. Young lady, listen to what I'm about to say. The day you hear you are going to marry a man of God, sit down and ask, who is a man of God? What does a man of God do? What does a man of God do? What are the challenges that come against men of God? Know the office of that man of God. Whether he is an apostle, a prophet, and a, a pastor, an evangelist, a teacher. No, because the attacks that come upon these fivefold ministries are not always the same. The attacks that come against the prophetic office is the Jezebel attack. You have to know and understand these things. Because listen, the extent to which the, the grace and the anointing on your husband as a man of God can get to depends on you, the woman. It depends on you, the woman. The best thing you can give to a man of God as his wife is peace of mind. I'm giving you a very big apple. Peace of mind the kind of pressure on the heads of men of God you the wife cry you might not even know you might not even see it is too heavy based on the assignment I beg some of them that are times when they are even talking to you God can prompt them for them to be quiet they can keep God don't say why am I talking to you and you are quiet why is it that we are always doing it he will never like you. Listen to what I'm saying carefully. Especially if you are marrying a prophet. There are seasons you will never understand him. Pull yourself away a bit. Give him time for him to sit down and be quiet and listen to what he's listening to. These are things you need to know and understand about men of God. Especially prophets. They can be talking, laughing, and all of a sudden they will keep quiet. at once. You don't know what he's seeing. So keep quiet. You have to understand the atmospheres around men of God. Not say, why is it I'm talking to you? You are not minding me. Is that what is that this is what you have been doing? This, this, and you some you just go and say, last five years, that's what you did on the eleventh of November when we were talking to this. You didn't you see that hey, 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 stop that nonsense. I'm telling you something that will help you. And I know. About 60% of the ladies here, you are going to get married to men of God. You need this. Stop listening to motivational speakers. That nonsense things will not help you. There is a reason I'm saying nonsense, nonsense, nonsense too much. It is because if you're a woman, 
and the, you bring the call of your man of God, you water it down to a level where it is so down, God will seriously deal with you. I'm telling you, don't joke with this matter. God will deal with you drastically. David was dancing. The, the Spirit of the Lord had, had come upon David. He was dancing. He was dancing. He was, he was a king. He knew it. And once he was dancing, no, the cloth that was around him just fell down. Then his wife spoke and said, Ah, king, well, go when the master did. You have disgraced yourself. Look at this. Little did she know that the dancing was actually according to the tune of the Holy Ghost. And the moment she spoke that against the king, God said, How dare you speak against my anointed? God shut her womb. She, she cried and cried, and her womb was not opening. If you are somebody called to marry a man of God, you need messages like this to train yourself. If you can't sacrifice, I beg you, I beg you, don't marry. If you can't sacrifice, there are times you need not to sleep. You have to sacrifice your sleep and pray with the man because of the assignment that is upon him. There are times you need to quit your job to support your husband's assignment. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there are times you need to quit certain things. There are times your family will be calling you, come and sit down, let's have family meeting. And your husband's assignment is also demanded. You have to forget your family and fulfill your, your husband's assignment. For this is the reason why God brought you to him as a helper. If you, don't, if you can't walk through all these sacrifices, I beg you, don't attempt marrying a man of God. Don't attempt. I am speaking, this one is bigger than prophecy. I'm speaking the mind of God to you. Now, if you're a woman and you, you marry a man of God and you give him peace of mind, you support his ministry with the little gift and talent God has given you. I'm telling you, I am telling you today, these are women that are precious in the sight of God. Precious in the sight of God. The enemy tries to touch those women, God will arise and strike the enemy. I'm telling you. Young lady, the reason why God brought you to a man is for you to help the man. And there is no way you can help a man when you don't know what he is doing. So the first thing a woman must know about a man that she wants to marry is first know the man's assignment after knowing his assignment check your capacity whether your capacity can help you fulfill the man's assignment if you know you cannot have you don't have that capacity to help him don't go close don't go near even if even if he comes to propose you tell him i beg you i can't help you fulfill your assignment your assignment is greater than my strength so please, I beg you, kindly go forward. I'm telling the gospel truth. Though. And some of them, for you to even get close and chip yourself towards the assignment, you have to drop a lot of things. You have to stop working with some friends. 
you have to quit some jobs. When you get a job at a hotel, sometimes you are not supposed to take that job. You are never supposed to take that offer because of your husband's assignment. Am I speaking to somebody? If the hotel pays well and because of the, the salary, you can't quit that job to support your husband's ministry, you are, you are, I don't know how to call you. That is why, yeah, when they tell you are going to marry a man of God, don't be too happy. Especially when you can't drop certain things. This is why most women don't want to marry men of God. They are so addicted to certain dressings, showing their stomachs. Nonsense. You can't go and marry a man of God and you are showing your belly. What is wrong with you? You are married to a man of God. Your belly is showing on the outside. Everybody is seeing it. Go and get some patapah people and marry. Right now, the, the patapah has been is out of the market. You have to go and get some people who will like you to walk like that and show your stomach and be walking around. Don't go and destroy somebody's assignment. When I would destroy assignment, now God will also destroy you. I'm telling you the gospel truth. So now. Somebody, a lady is asking, man of God, so how would I know the assignment of the man I want to marry? Sometimes you have to even sit down. Once you know that. Once you know that your husband is a prophet. Start reading about the prophetic ministry. Read books about the prophetic ministry. Go and get ministers' wives' books and read how to support the ministry of a prophet as the prophet's wife. Study and pray. Don't joke with the things I'm saying. Because there are so many things that will happen if you marry a prophet, if you marry an apostle, if you marry... I'm telling you, there are seasons, eh? God will try to withdraw money from the man of God. Listen to me. It is not the devil. It, will, it can be God. There are seasons. God can try to withdraw money from the man. There are seasons that the only money you have, God can speak to him, to the man. Go and sow it. The only money that is in the household, God is a go and sow all. That sins God will tell him, go and empty your account. I'm telling you. And most of the times, that is why some of the men of God they don't speak. Because when they tell their wife that this is what God is telling me to do, the wife will be like, hey, what are you? So what are we also going to eat in this? That nonsense, don't come and bring it here. That is why if you can't do all these sacrifices, I beg, I'm going on my knees. I'm on my knees right now. And I'm telling you, if you will advise your husband not to obey God, hey, run away. Don't go close to that man. Don't marry him. 
Because any advice you give to a man for him to disobey what God has said, you are in a serious trouble. Send your own thing, Jackie speaks like I always say my husband will use us for sacrifice. Fair. <laughs> it's a serious thing. When God speaks, wife, you are the one supposed to encourage the man that please, um, that is what God has said. Let's do it. Don't let him do the letter you are you are you are trying to murmur inside yourself. It's a serious thing I'm talking about here. But let me tell you, for a woman, it is a call and a great privilege to marry a man of God. I'm telling you, there is no marriage like that. There is no marriage ever like that in this world. I'm not talking because I'm a man of God, though. No. I know the glories that God will give to a woman that will stand by her husband, who is called, in thick and thin. Hey. Hey, 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 I'm telling you, it's, it will cancel all the sacrifices and the sufferings. One time, just one time. Hey, God can touch the heart of one man to sow a seed to your husband that will cancel all your sufferings. Can you all hear me, please? All right, great. Yeah, so just as I was saying, God can touch the heart of one person to come and sow a seed to your husband after both of you going through some tough times in finances and when that seed comes it has cancelled all your struggles listen if you are called to marry a man of god 
you need to be patient very very patient also we need about three i'm telling you things might not be well especially from beginnings hey very tough very very tough some of you you were brought some of you ladies you were brought up in some homes you don't understand struggle you don't even understand that there is no money in the house don't you that you've not even heard of those things before your father has always been taking you to the mall buying you cheese beggar um all those kind of stuff so you married a man of god and issues became tough small no you are talking plenty you are you are a child you you are a child you are a child you need to grow some of your fathers have treated you wrongly you think the same way your father treated you is how a, a, a man must treat you you now you don't even know your father's assignment marriage is not about father and daughter relationship marriage is a serious father and daughter you you sleep by the time you wake up the money is there the food is there it is your mother that is helping your father to get money and to follow his course of assignment you now you're also going to marry don't go and bring your father you and your father relationship towards that of your husband it doesn't work like that you are there your father brought you the money you don't know what your mother did before your father got the money but you want to join yourself to a, a man and sit down for him to bring money for you to chop all the time who taught you that thing where did you learn those things from responsibilities in marriage is not only for the men the women as well i'm telling you hey let me tell you there are some men of god eh? when you look at a man you some of you ladies you know when you are called to be the wife of a man of god especially those that will become very great and rich from the beginning it will look like god is not is not with them i'm telling you from the beginning it will look like God has forgotten about you. But it is in this period that when you stay with him, because money is not in the house, does not mean that when he speaks to you, you should also just react and say, no, 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 no. Don't be like that. Some of you, you can look at the guy you are going to marry, which means a nipa wing. You get money, he will get wealth to support because he has a good heart. You know, but now the money is not there. Right now that the money is not there, there are certain things you are supposed to do. There are certain things you are supposed to do. People of God. Once you have now discovered what your the man you are going to marry will do and his assignment, you then have to know what you are supposed to do to help his assignment. Because I have realized that many ladies were I don't know. They have this mindset I am going to marry so that the man will take care of me. So as they are there, they think marriage is a breakthrough. Where did you get that mindset from? 
Huh? Where did you get that mindset from? You think marriage is a breakthrough? So you want to marry and just get out of poverty? That's why many of you, when you see rich people, you are getting close to them. You don't understand destiny. In fact, you are young. You are too childish. I'm telling you, you are too childish. When you see a young lady getting married to a man who is not all that rich, who is actually not having money, but the lady is still standing by the person, pushing the person to get to the level that God had ordained for them. This is when we say this one is a matured woman. I'm telling you. There's a, there a man of God I know. When the man of God met the woman he wanted to marry, the lady was a very rich home, but the man was very poor. He was living, sleeping in a kiosk. But the lady, by that time too, the lady that is from a, a, a rich home, a bank manager was chasing the lady. The bank manager has a house, he, he has a car, everything. But still the lady was not giving her mind to the bank manager. How many of our ladies can do that? How many? How many? Yeah, you are gone, cry. You are gone. How many of our ladies can do that? You don't even have time. So there are many of you ladies who have written it down. You will never marry somebody that does not have a car. If you don't have a car, you can't marry me. Poor you. You are very childish and you don't need to be included in the books of destiny. Eh? One, one woman said, Why should I go and marry a man because he's rich? What am I doing with? Don't I have a hand? What am I doing with my hand? Many of you can't even work. You need. Um, you even let me just be plain, honestly. Let me be plain. I'm today, I'm, I'm being plain, plain. <laughs> you need sanitary pad. You are calling your boyfriend to buy some for you. Shame on you. You are a very shameful lady. I'm telling you, simple thing, simple thing, every small thing, you are telling the person to buy it for you. Haven't you realized that any relationship where you are always the receiver, you will always be abused? Because if the man leaves you, when the man leaves you, you are the one in trouble. Because you will now struggle, hustle, and buy your own part. Any relationship where you are the one receiving all the time, you will, you will always be abused. The man will go and sleep with another person if he's not a Christian and is not close to God and does not fear God. And when he comes and you are talking about it, he can even shout at you because what are you doing to that relationship? You are just a receiver. And if he goes, you are the one in trouble. You are the one in trouble. You don't understand destiny. When we speak some of these things, some of you ladies don't understand. Hey, let me tell you. Me, I'm not all that grown, honestly. But through some experiences and some things, I've understood certain things. And the Lord too has taught me some things. Hey, 
We nearly made some mistakes that nearly destroyed our destinies. I'm telling you. That is why when I'm speaking about relationship and marriage, I'm not yet married, but I will marry. And I want you to know, so that you know, I'm not yet married, but I'm engaged. So please, if you're a lady here and you are trying to repent right here, if you call me, I won't answer. I am engaged. I am highly engaged. Seriously engaged. If you try, I will kill you. I am extremely engaged. <laughs> you don't understand. Somebody, I was there and I went for a program after the ministration. I left because I was going somewhere else. I left. And not knowing that a lady took the number, took, took my number from um, the host of the program. And she sent me and said, she sent me a message, said, Man of God, God bless you. Today was awesome. I said, Oh, all glory to God. Say, Man of God, please, I want to be your friend. I said, Me. This time, friend. Then I'm a friend. This time. I just said no. I wrote no. Since then, she has not sent any message again. Nonsense. This time. What, what am I using friend for? Even the, the ones that I have, no Kranikusi saying. God punish the devil of evil friendship. In Jesus' name. <laughs> and you see, I have always realized this. One of the problems of young men is that when a lady proposes to men, men can't say no. About 90% of men cannot say no. Even, it can be that he's in a relationship, a serious one. But when the lady proposes, he can't... What? Our men don't understand. When the lady proposes to a man, the man cannot say no. Even though some, some of them cry in serious relations, but they cannot say no. Hey, our men. <coughs> our husbands. Our husbands have gone mad again. How many of us have read that book? Listen to me, young lady. If you are here, let's even make it general. If you are here, you are not yet married and you are going to marry. George, God bless you. God bless you, son. How are you doing? Yeah. Listen to me. If you're a young lady and you're going to get married, start thinking, what am I going to do to support my husband's assignment? Lady Stella, how are you? 
God bless you. What am I going to do to support my husband's assignment? It might be that he's not somebody、um, who is in ministry. Everybody has an assignment. And our main assignment is to emit or let me say reveal Christ in every area. Some men are not into ministry, but they are called as kingdom financiers. God bless you, man of God, Prophet Nana Tufo. God bless you. Some of them are called to be kingdom financiers. So, if you are a lady going to marry this man of God, this kind of person, and you are somebody that is stingy, change that way before you try to get close to that person. That is why I said this. If you are too emotional, you can never marry a man of God. If you are too emotional, you can never marry a man of God. Work on your emotions before you try getting, like, try getting connected to that man. Work on that. Work on your emotions. If you can't work on it, leave that man alone. If you can't work on your emotions, leave the man alone. Because the assignment on men of God, the way it is, sometimes they need to be alone for a whole day. Hey, there are times that God can speak to them fast for 21 days. In that period of 21 days, they are not supposed to get close to their wives and have intimacy with them. You, as a woman, you need to sacrifice that and understand. That time it will be 40 days, times three months, they will not touch the woman. The woman will be sleeping in a different room and they will be somewhere else. But they will just go and check. I hope everything is fine. Yes, okay, then they'll go back. They are waiting on God. And these things will keep happening so long as he's called a man of God. And the thing is, can you pay that price? Can you sacrifice that for your husband? I'm telling you. If you can't, you better let the man be. Yeah. Because your focus should be on the man's assignment. Yeah. Your focus should be on the man's assignment. And sometimes the assignment of that man would demand a lot of sacrifices. I know one man of God, the very day he got married, that they left the wedding premise, going to their honeymoon、um, places. The Lord spoke to him that start fasting right from now for two weeks. And that fasting, too, they are not so, the man is not supposed to touch the woman. Come and see. Mami Anwa Hunusi Pussy.
<laughs> it's a serious matter. Unless you have a man of God like a human, I'm telling you, unless because that hey, certain people, the kind of assignment on them. I was listening to one man of God, he's one of my mentors. He told me, he said, Son, for the past three months, I've been to my house two times. Three months he has been three months he has been to his house two just two times, and all those two times he did not even sleep there. He went to meet the, the wife and the children, prayed with them, and he came back. He has been at the office for three months, fasting and praying. Three months. Can you can you sacrifice that? When you see the women of men of God and they, they take pictures, nice pictures, and they post it, you think that is all marriage is about. Go and ask them what the kind of sacrifices they have given. You don't know. Ask of Mami Jackie's peace life. She will tell you. <laughs> the seeds they have sown. Hey! It could be that they have not even paid the school fees of their son, but they will use the money to pay fees to, to sow seed. And you are here. All that you are thinking about my children's school fees, my money, and this, this, this. Listen, if you are here thinking that a man is marrying you for you to go to his house and cook and wash and plates and clean the room and clean this, 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 this. Marriage is not for you. You can do that when you, when you have your own apartment. A man is not marrying you for you to be a cook. A man, the reason why God said to the woman, and making you a helper was for him to help the man's assignment. So in marriage, hey, a man can cook, a woman can cook. Just that we men, most of us, when we cook, it is poison. So it is better you cook it for all of us. That one day, some of we are men of God, the anointing will heal us inside. <laughs> that is why sometimes we allow the women to cook. It is not by force that a woman is the one supposed to wash the clothes. But you are a young lady. They taught you with, with your culture. I'm telling you gospel truth. Most of the things I'm seeing, some of the men don't like it. But they're in Ukraine are making. There's not ching, ching, ching. Some of you, the guys, you go, you go, especially the men of God. You come and your jeans, your jeans are... Your the jeans alone, jeans. When they remove it and they put it down, bam, kai. <laughs> jeans. That's why me. I don't like jeans. I don't want my wife to, to suffer. We, we will all wash it, but sometimes based on my assignment, eh, fanesa. Don't worry, we will buy. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. As for men of God, our suits, we don't wash them plenty like that, honestly. So get that. Our suits. We don't we don't wash it once we have like we, we just wear it. No, 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 no. Say jeans and not dear, jeans and not dear. Avokua akubala atias. So a man of God can wear suit, his suit for like he can wear it once in a month. It does not mean you wash it. You can put it down maybe the following 
three months or he can wait uh -huh, something like that so as for suit it's not a problem and when they wait suit as for suit the like it is the only thing that will make suit an issue is just because of the sweat because some of us we sweat a lot I'm teaching you practical things so it will help you don't go into marriage and say ye prof kind I'm teaching you practical things so that you have peace of give give that your husband that you are about to marry peace of mind don't let him talk plenty sometimes eh, when he comes from back from work or from the office when you see his demeanor now you know that things did not really go well don't go and bring issues that is the time that's not the time you're going to bring what the bad news that your mother told you and cannot don't see it at that point you break him down no no there is a time some say one of my black suits be here i don't know the last time i was often one a black in quandia and they washington quanta apai Some of us, if we put our black trousers in water, unless we throw the, the bucket, the water, and the trousers away. <laughs> ah! You pick your sponge, you just, you know, put it in water small. Ah! You just clean the surface of the trousers. You are gone. You are gone. This is why pastors like mirror shoes. Mirror. They'll just take a rag, you know, clean it small. They are gone. You take that Santiago. And run on the corner. So please, if you're a young lady, and you're going to marry a man of God. Don't let washing be a problem. I know people have been fighting because of washing. Some of them have been fighting because of cooking. Ah, let me just let me just say this. I've said this, but let me hit it again. It is not the duty of the man to cook. It is not the duty of the man to wash. And the woman is not wenchy wenchy. The woman is not tasty chef. But the thing is, listen to me. There are certain things that are so much connected to the feminine gender. Cooking is one. Washing is one. Cleaning is another. A husband who understands and is mature will help the woman to do all these things maybe the husband will just enter the kitchen and say honey please can i cut the tomatoes for you oh yes okay then then they begin to cut things small 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 make certain this is what we call romance romance is not when you are squeezing somebody's breast trying to remove 
the breath from its position to the back of the person. What is it? And there are some men, some, if you leave them, they will, they will change the position of your breast. I'm telling you. By the time you realize, the, the right one is at your back. <laughs> God punish the devil. I saw for you, I'm on Oh, are you the only one preserving yourself as a holy, a holy, a holy? <laughs> God punish the devil. Yeah, there are some of the men of God there. <clears throat> For years, they have followed God, they have obeyed God. So, my imagine say, marriage, when they marry, a gubalakatas. Yes. Let me show you. Let me show you one secret. If you are going to marry a man of God, eh, don't let the man struggle with you concerning intimacy. Not at all. Sometimes when he has not asked, go to him and say, "Honey, do you know something? I bought something for you. Let me go and show you." And you'll be like, "Are you sure?" He say, "Oh, come here. Let me show. You. Let me show you. Let me show you." Then. Aha, you can continue with the rest. Please, I'm speaking for those who are married. Like Becklin, Jackie's Peace Life, Lady Stella, the rest of you who are not married. Good. So that is it. So if you're a young man here, listen, for you to spice your relationship and your marriage, let me just talk about it in marriage form. For you to spice your marriage and make it awesome and beautiful, when your wife is cooking, don't leave it for her alone. The woman will cook, after that she's washing, and, and you are there with your phone. You are with your friends playing game. Who, who gave birth to you? It is only when the Lord says that, wait on me, I'm speaking to you, that the woman, maybe she's allowed to do certain things. You know? And when you have a woman with understanding, she will not struggle with you. But if you are free, not doing anything, Go to the kitchen, help her cut tomatoes. But some of, some of the women, when men are trying to help you, want to leave everything on them. You, the Jeremiah, the Ben Nwamubiama, a strong message. Now I see an issue. I want to be a Janine Janifriba. Cook some rice for you, eh? And you will see. You can't say you won't eat. We will all eat. We will all eat. Some of us we can we can we can just fry some egg. There's salt on one side, the other side there's no salt. And when we twist it, the salt can move from the other side to where it was concentrated, to the less concentrated area too. So I don't know whether the salt 
I don't know how we did it. The salt can move from, from a region of higher concentration to a region of lower concentration through the same medium. It is called active transport. <laughs> God punish the devil. <laughs> hey. Please, when it is cooking, just let us come and cut some of the tomatoes, the onions. You know, some of us, even garlic, we don't know how to cut it. Teach us. We just cut some uh, stuff, you know. Yeah. And just make things nice. Teach us how to do it. Don't let us do it in a wrong way. You let us see all the one sound and uh, this, 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 this. We will never come to the kitchen again. So the thing is, teach us how to do it. Uh -huh. And if we, we do the first one and it's wrong, say, oh, honey, please, it's not done this way. Do it this way. This, this, this. We, we will just work towards it. When you go out and we are in the house, we can cook. When you come, we'll just give you anointing oil to drink, lay hands on you, pray for you. Then before you, before you eat. And it will be well with your soul. Because some of the foods that we will cook, you need to go through deliverance before you eat them. Yes, I will need Hey! I'm telling you, some of these things I'm saying, God bless you. Somebody said, you are making my day with a lot of lessons. I'm telling you, some of you, hey, I'm telling you, hey, marriage eh, is not really a difficult, don't let anybody counsel you with their experiences. Hey, no two marriages are ever the same down. I have seen people who are married for 40 years, they have never quarreled, not even two minutes, not even three seconds, cried 40 years. Don't let anybody tell you. Marriage there is full of ups and downs and this and that. We know. We know. And that is why we are, we are working things before we marry. Somebody has married and because of her like inability to do certain things, they are fought with their husbands. And they are trying to tell them, marriage, marriage dear, be careful, be careful, this, 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 this. My dear, open your ears well. Never be a counseling. I've realized that most counselors will counsel people based on what they have experienced. No two marriages are ever the same. Listen to the Holy Ghost, he's the chief counselor. Anybody counseling you without the influence and the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, neglect it. When they tell you that marriage there is full of you know ups and downs, tell them the word of God said, All things work together. For good, I know a time will come. My husband might not have money, but it will work out for my good. I know a time will come. Things will not be the way I want it, but it will work out for my good. I know. So in that period, I'm not supposed to say words I'm not supposed to say. I'm not marrying him because of money. 
I am marrying him because of his assignment. So long as he's connected to his God and his assignment is unfolding, I am his wife and I will surely be there. And I'm telling you, many of you ladies, it is in your marriages that you will know God well. I'm telling you, it is in your marriages that you will know God. It is in your marriages that you will understand what life is. I'm telling you. Take your time, okay? Yeah. Don't look at people based on, you just saw a man, the guy was in a car, and he said, I want to marry you. Quickly, now you have already accepted it in your mind before going to talk to your pastor. So whatever your pastor tells you is bullshit. Be very careful. Once you are moved by your emotions and it becomes your first level of decision making, you have already missed the purpose of marriage. You have already missed the purpose of marriage. And especially, I have always realized that marriages that will end in glory, in the beginning, they don't really look like it. <laughs> they don't really look like it from the beginning. The struggles every day. I have always realized that God is so much focused on people that can sacrifice and push his agenda and assignment forward more than anything. I'm telling you. God bless you, Mary. I'm telling you. Sacrifice is the thing. Sacrifice is the thing. So if you can't sacrifice your emotions, your sexual edge, that today I feel like having an affair with my husband, but the Lord said that he should wait on him. So I'm sacrificing that edge and I'm sitting with my husband. We are all fasting and praying. If you can't make some of these decisions, you are very far. You are very far from, from great rewards. Hey, there are women... God doesn't joke with them because they don't give their husbands two seconds for them to talk. They know, they know their husbands. I'm telling you, they know them. Because anytime, when they are seated, when their husbands are not in the house, they are always in prayer. Lord, increase the anointing on my husband. Eh? When you get a woman whose heart is so close to you, becoming rich is very easy. Becoming rich is very easy. Becoming rich is very easy. A lot of women are marrying, going for what they will get in marriage. Don't marry those kind of people. Yes, they can't sacrifice. They are parasites. They are coming to feed on you. Leave them, drop those people. But there are some women, there are, there are still good women there. Hey, a man, papa will be asking. But these people, you will not find them on the floor like normal stones. You have to dig and dig and dig. Some of them, you have to risk your life to get them. Stones are not like gold. You, have you seen where gold is hidden? People risk their lives to get it. That is how where good women can be found. You will not see them on the streets. Not at all. Not if some of them are not even in the church. Yeah, but they are very good women. Very good women. And there's a litmus test to know a good woman. I'll teach the men. That one will be for men only meeting. 
It's a litmus test. First thing is that if you're a man and you don't have patience, you are so much in a hurry to know a good woman, you have already missed it. One litmus test to know a good woman is patience from you, the man, from your side. It can take you years to decode that somebody is good. So if you are in a hurry, my dear, I'm telling you, mommy, if all that you think you have right now is your facial beauty, my dear, don't carry us any home. Don't carry us any home. You are still cool. You are childish. Sure. You see, I know what we are talking about. We are talking about God's agenda and assignment. Always looking for ladies with you know much as with shapes and those kind of things. My dear And when you see those people and they are always running after you think when you are when you are you are you are precious. When God is talking about precious, you are not part. You are not part. There's a definition for that which is precious. And that which is precious is only defined by God. It is not in how your shape is. It is not in how you are fair that, that you are always glorying over that. You stand in the mirror and some of, some of you, when they are even wearing clothes to church, they think, they are even thinking what will happen, predicting that a certain guy will look at me and that this and that and that and that. You have already missed it. I'm telling you, you have already missed it. Right now, when God is actually defining true beauty, Oh, it is not about facial man expression. Not at all. Not at all. True beauty. Hmm. I'm not also saying that because of that, don't don't make your physical body nice. That's not what I'm saying. If you want to do makeup, makeup nicely. If you need new clothes to wear, wear it nicely. It is a good thing. Get some normal or, or some nice perfume. Put it in your clothes and go about. Don't let, don't let the heat from that pit begin to manifest. If you don't have women's show spray, get some. Like, you know, be nice. You get the point I'm making? Yeah. Look good. These things are nice and awesome. But never ever in your life think you are dressing to charm a man. Once that thing is in your mind, you are outside the radar of God. You have, you have been taken outside what God calls precious. You are never part. Books of destiny, you are not part. And I'll get this. You're a young lady. If you don't know any man's assignment, what he has been called to do, forget about marriage. If you don't know any, what a man has been called to do and become, forget about it. Because it is in your knowledge of your husband's assignment that will define the sacrifice you are supposed to offer.
That's why I love these women. Hey, those kind of pastors. You know? Sometimes I just look at them and I salute them. It's not easy because they don't have one place to stay. <laughs> They can transfer them to a village. They have to follow them. And when they are going, they are going with their children. So the children have to change school. The business of the women, they have to change. Just a, it is, they are following what God is. It is a sacrifice. I'm telling you, you are way into that and you can never do it. Eh? Where some people are, as I'm talking to you, the BND man, somebody was in Accra. The next shift, he was in Casapin, a certain village where there is no light. That is where he is. The wife must understand and go with him. Job said to the wife, if we have taken good things from God, can't we also, in bad times, also glorify God? The woman was saying, when, when Job was rich, the woman was happy. But the moment things went down, the woman started speaking against, said, curse your God. That is a kind of woman you are not supposed to marry. And I love what Job said. He looks at the woman and says, Oh, said, You speak like one of the foolish women speak. They are in the marriage because of what they will get. Once they are not getting it, my dear, it is not about getting, it is about giving. What are you going to give? In that relationship, sometimes you have to give up your job. Your job, you have to leave your family. And I've always seen this: if you are called to marry a man of God, you you, you can't have friends. I'm telling you, you can't even have friends. Your friends will reduce drastically. Bam! I'm telling you, you can't have friends, though. Because your friends will be selected by God. Your friends will be selected by God. assignment When you begin to understand the assignment of your husband, you will start losing interest in a lot of things. Somebody said, Daddy was sent to a farm place and we have to sit on a boat my mom was crying like a baby but she has to follow the assignment exactly i'm telling you it's not easy that is why i'm telling you if you can't sacrifice don't go near it when you look at a woman like this who has supported the husband everywhere 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 you think god will forget that woman not at all not at all not at all God can place a grace on her. Even if she is the one that will not benefit, her children and their children's children will benefit this. I'm telling you, strange grace. So that some people, when they are enjoying certain graces, no matter what you do to them, it will not work because they have paid a price many, many years ago that you, you have run away from. Some people, you will shoot them in the spirit and cut them. Because what, what they have done for God to stand by them, you can't do it. Do you know that some, some people, the more you criticize them, the more they grow. Your criticism actually becomes like a megaphone that announces them to the world. I'm telling you. Well, certain people have done things with God secretly. 
they have made certain covenants that nobody knows about. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Marriage is a glorious thing. But marriage comes with sacrifice. If you know you cannot sacrifice, don't marry. It's as simple as that. And if you don't marry to God, will not judge you. But once you marry and you don't sacrifice, you are in trouble with God. Once you marry and you don't sacrifice in the marriage, you are in trouble. The only thing that causes a lot of divorce is sacrifice. Nobody wants to sacrifice, especially the women. They think they are supposed to be receiving all the time, all the time. It is not like that. Oh. I'm teaching you. It is not like that. That is why that first relationship did not work. Because you are the only one receiving. The time when the man did not have money. Men, when they don't have money, they don't voice it out. They will never talk. They will always keep quiet. And if you keep demanding in the time where he doesn't have, he will see you as a threat. So you have to be very careful. We are men. When we don't have money, we don't talk. Because what actually causes us to walk in our manly dimension is when everything is set. Men are made for responsibilities. Men are made to be needed. And men don't really want to be asked before they give. So when they have not given, it means they don't really have. Naturally, men are givers. You have to understand. And women are multipliers. When men give, they give to the women, they brood over the thing and multiply it, then they release it. So a man can give 20 cities to a woman. By the time he comes back home, it has become plenty food on the table. Women have ideas in multiplying one thing for it to be plenty. They have that idea. It is what God made inside them. In fact, the womb, the womb is called the point of division. The point of division. When something enters into the womb, it divides into plenty things. Then after it has been divided, it is released. To any woman that cannot multiply something small, you are living beyond, so that's it, below your standard as a woman. Understand these things I'm telling you, and begin to follow them. The Holy Ghost will help you. Your marriage is blessed, I'm telling you. You will never struggle in your marriage in the name of the Lord Jesus. As you follow these things and the Lord begins to help you, you will never struggle in your marriage. Sometimes when you see your guy standing with another lady, ignore it. Ignore, pray. The more you pray for your husband or your beloved, the more you can handle issues. The more you pray for the person. But once you have issues in your heart towards him, you cannot even pray for him. And issues will continue. This is what the devil does. Keep him in prayer and pray together. Pray together. The man is supposed to be the priest of the house. But what do we see now? A lot of women are at the prayer camp praying for their husbands. And we have been here. We have seen people that came here. God spoke to them about their husbands and now things have turned around. Men are much more vulnerable than women. 
Women are weaker vessels, but men are vulnerable. So it is the woman that covers the man at the back. Apostle James said, People of God, you will not get teaching anywhere else. Take this teaching serious. I tell you, also, for penning, you are a blessing. God bless you. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. I'm telling you, people of God, all the counselors, what they have been telling you, what is it? Men love sex. So if you're a woman, you have to go and give when you marry. Give your my, my dear. Sex is not the only thing you bring to the table. There are seasons where what a man is thinking about, eh, sex does not even come to his mind. I'm telling you, when there's no money in the house, you think he's thinking about sex. He's finding, he's thinking of ideas to get money in a godly way. And you are the one who is supposed to feed him with those ideas. Steady, steady. Sometimes steady about your husband's assignment. See, if, if I'm a woman, let me tell you, if a ministry of a man will grow, it is based on a woman. If, if you're a woman who is a, the wife of a man of God, you are the one that can increase the number of people in the church than anybody. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There is a way you relate with, with the church ladies. It's a, you're a woman in church, you think every lady in the church is a rival to you. Look at you. Anybody you are trying to have issues with because you are. When the church runs on a man, someone said, What should a woman do when a man wrongs her? Is it right for her to revenge? Revenge, dear, it, it, it is not. I don't know how to call it. Let me just say this. Um, if you are not married to somebody, one of the things you are supposed to understand about relationship and marriage is forgiveness. For, if you can't forgive, forget it. Forget about relationship or marriage. Yes. God bless you, Deborah. God bless you. I know many of you are getting close to marriage. Some of you are in relationships. You don't really understand much things because you were moved by what you feel. You were moved because your friends were in relationships. You were moved by a lot of things. You did not even quite ask God whether the person can help your destiny. Even the person you are with right now, you don't know who he's going to become. You are just with him. I'm telling you this. Go back to the place of prayer and pray. Lord, show me what you have supposed this man to become. Let me know. Let me know so that I can offer my help to him. Because if you don't know, you cannot offer the help. And if you can't offer a help to a man anywhere with a man, you are a parasite, not a helper. And anytime you are a parasite to a man, he treats you any way he wants. So young lady, start thinking, Lord, what should I do to support this man? Some of you, you have monies more than your beloved. Give them money. Let them start businesses. Some of you ladies, you have money more than your beloveds. You don't want to support them. Some of you are from rich homes. Your beloveds are from poor homes. They are struggling to make ends meet. You have the money, but you don't mind them. And they are struggling. 
So please, take your time, pray, okay? Don't let anybody deceive you. Marriage, dear friend, our real dear, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Just get married when you are ready. Getting ready for marriage is not only when you have money. If you have mastered forgiveness, that you can forgive no matter what happens, you have, you have, you have gone a step ahead. If you have money, you can share it with your beloved and others. You have gone another step ahead. If you have matured, that when something evil happens, you can handle the matter without letting it be public. You have gone another forward. When all the, when you begin to, these are the things that we say a person is maturing for marriage. Some of you, when something happens to you, when your beloved does something wrong to you right now, it will appear on your WhatsApp status. You are too young. You are too childish. You don't need, marriage is not for you. You just go and post and everybody will know you are having issues with your, with your beloved. Look at all these things. The more you, are, you master forgiveness, the more you can quickly understand love and marry. May the Lord bless us and keep us strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. His grace is sufficient for us. I pray for all of you who are getting close to entering relationships into marriages who are also married. I pray that the anointing of the Lord will be strong upon you. That the grace of the Lord that makes things easy will come upon you. I pray right now, any counseling that has come upon you, telling you that marriage is a difficult thing, for which you have been thinking about and you are seeing manifestations of it, I uproot that counseling voice from your mind. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that rooted thing inside your mind, manifesting in your relationship and your marriages, I take it out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Marriage is easy so long as the Holy Ghost is in. Things will happen. But hey, you know we are focusing on God. It is only that way God says that we are following. We are not stepping back. Divorce is never an option. We are going forward. And just as the Lord has said, so shall it be. Your marriage is blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I love you all. But hey, the Lord Jesus Christ loves you more. God bless you, my daughter. Anointed Eagle's gift. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, so I'm going to upload the message. I'm going to upload the message. The title is going to be An Advice on Marriage. An Advice on Marriage. God bless you. Please, God willing, this evening, School of the Prophets, we are meeting. It's our practical session. Get a bottle of oil and join. Strange grace will fall upon you. God bless you and keep you all strong. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240-312551. 0240-312551. Keep supporting and the Lord will be a great blessing to your life. In Jesus' precious mighty name. All of you who are married, may the Lord bless your homes with wealth, with peace and love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Those of you too who are praying to get married, may the Lord give you grace for you to walk in marriage with ease. Your marriage will become an example to others. In Jesus' name. God bless you. We shall meet God willing this evening. Bye-bye.